it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Got a ball game going on? Yeah, top of the ninth. Uh, quite a brawl here. Uh, I, I have uh, rarely seen as many rockets as have been hit by both teams here today. Not not home runs, but just rockets all over the field. Rather uh, rather odd game here with the Orioles, to say the least. Who's up? Uh, the uh, Twins are leading now 9-8 to eight in the top of the ninth, and uh, a young man named Miles J is trying to close down uh, a bunch of O's that you've never heard of, although the Orioles became the first team to visit uh, Hammond Stadium this year that actually brought the first team, basically. Hmm. Uh, Manny Machado and uh, Trumbo and and all of them were here. So uh, it was, uh, it's been a brawl, though. Uh, it's, uh, Joe, in, at uh, 1.40 uh, your time, 2.40 our time, I looked up, so we'd been playing 100 minutes, and it was the bottom of the fourth. Hmm. <laughs> it was uh, It was moving rather slowly, to mm-hmm. say the least, but... Uh, uh, our guy Joe Maurer, former uh, St. Paul uh, resident, uh, as you might re- re- know, uh, a couple of doubles today. Hadn't been hitting. He hit one down in the right field corner, and then he hit one sliced uh, a Joe slicer down in the left field corner that emptied the bases. Three RBIs. I and, like uh, the one in the right field corner. Oh, I do too. He hit it hard. He hit it. Uh, he hit it hard and uh, turned on it and all that good stuff. A long home run for Jorge Polanco, a left-handed and. Danny Valencia, former uh, player guest on the uh, Racy and Mackey show. When in doubt, swag out. When in doubt, swag out. Uh, First pitch he saw from Adalberto Mejia uh, hit about 900 feet. He can hit lefties. He's still around, and whatever team has him sends him up there against lefties, and he pounds the hell out of them. And the Twins could use one of those. Maybe they'll go get him. I don't know. Where would you put the Twins in your AL Central race? Second. Oh, who do you like first? Uh, Cleveland because of the uh, pitching. Mm-hmm. Wait, the, uh, you know what I read about John Lester? What? What? He's practicing throwing the ball to first by bouncing it. <laughs> yes, I saw that. You know what? Yeah. I'd find him a million dollars and then fire him. <laughs> well, either that or uh, you know, send him to the old psychologist. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? There's got to be somebody over there that can get you to throw the ball over to first base. I don't get it. it. No, it's uh, but uh, listen, we watched Knobloch with the Yankees, who suddenly was he went from being second or third best second baseman in the American League to a guy who couldn't throw the ball to first on a routine grounder. And Dave Engel, uh, remember him? He went from an all-star catcher 
Now, he was ever never great defensively, but he couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher. Isn't that something? Yeah, throw it to, like me, huh? He used to know he used to throw those big high pop flies back to uh and which used to drive Billy Gardner crazy, and then one day a guy took off and ran from second to third, and then Gardner flipped out, and then <laughs> Engel was basically a DH the rest of the time because he, he he couldn't throw it back to the pitcher anymore. I don't he used understand. to have to stand up. He, he used to have to stand up, step out, and point, and then throw it at him like he was playing catch. You know, mm-hmm. he couldn't just flip it from the uh, catcher stance. So, uh, you know. The mind is a, is a terrible thing. It can give a, it can do uh, weird things to you. Man. Our guy Kevin Love, yep. former uh, Timberwolves uh, great, went on the Players Tribune. You know this thing where they write their own stuff, so it's not filtered by a uh, a horrible media out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing it. It's been around for four or five years now. Wrote this long piece about how he had a panic attack earlier this year during a game. And uh, really, uh, you know, trying to look very introspective in there. And, uh, you know, the whole thing about boys aren't supposed to have those kind of emotions and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'd agree. agree. Boys aren't supposed to have that. That happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Okay. So, anyway, that's uh, everyone is going through something is the title of uh, Kevin uh, Love's essay. I see. Very long. I don't very think that's very deep. It. Everybody's going through something. Yeah. We all have Got something. It. We all have something inside us, inside our mind mm-hmm. that we don't want to share with people. I am going which through is good. the Lowry Tunnel, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> which is good. There's, you know, we we don't have to share everything. We can <laughs> we can have our secrets. That's okay. No, everybody has a demon or two. Oh yes, that's what he's saying. I yeah. guess, and uh, his demon. Two? Yeah. <laughs> some, have, some have them a lot and more. Amateurs. Amateurs. Yes. yes. Yeah, but that Kenny's proud mean, of himself because he has more than two. Kenny, that doesn't mean you have to go on the Players' Tribune and write a 100-inch uh, essay about it. I pay them, a guy $120 an hour to talk about my demons. You're not getting these things for free. <laughs> you yeah, the players. Ones. Yeah, the Players' Tribune, you don't, uh, you got to... Uh, by the way, do you know what today is, don't you, gentlemen? Uh, you probably discussed 20th it already. 20th anniversary. Six. 20th anniversary. Uh, well, first of all, it's the 12th anniversary of the death of Kirby Puckett, which oh. is a, certainly a sad occasion. Yeah. But uh, it's also the 20th anniversary of the Big Lebowski being released. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, John will have that in his news. Mm-hmm. He's got that in his news. Say, you're the, I'm you're, thinking honor. I'll have Gabe watch that with me this weekend, huh? And uh, you know, Joe, this console. I forgot to consult with you today, but we are doing the sports person of the day again. No, and and, and I have that copyright. Yeah, Joe yeah, and Pat and present. The Joe sports. and Pizzat, Yeah, it says Joe and Pat present the sports person of the day because we didn't change the promo. No, but uh, <laughs> uh, today we have to chosen to honor. Jesus Quintana as our sports person of the day. All right. The, uh, the John Torturo character in... Uh, World famous bowler. Bowler. Very... He, that, what'd he say? He could really roll it. He said, that dude can roll. That guy can oh, roll it. I, I thought he says no creep. one bleeps with the Jesus. That, that's, that, that, that <laughs> no, creep he said can that, roll. That creep can roll. That's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're honoring Jesus. Uh, although he called himself Jesus. Right? Jesus. Yeah. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the uh, Hispanic players yeah, I with that name go with you Jesus. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Who were the nihilists? 
they were basically kind of anarchists, right? I guess so. Those were yeah. the guys that were trying to get the money out right, of the yeah. dude. Yeah. They touched, they cut somebody else's toe off and said it was bunnies. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By far, Tara Reed's greatest role in the movies, I would uh, say. He's a nihilist. Bunny. He doesn't care about anything. <laughs> yeah. I'll be right back. I gotta go find a cash machine. Yeah. <laughs> How much did uh, she want to present him? Hundred bucks. Hundred you know, bucks. I think right? it was more than that. I thought it was a thousand. It was a thousand. Yeah, that's what I thought. Really? A hundred if Brad. I gotta see if there's a cash machine. <laughs> a hundred if Brad watches. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Here's your line. A creep can roll, man. Yeah, but he's a pervert, dude. <laughs> the perfect comedy. Oh, Twenty God. years ago. It really holds uh, up. Phil Miller, who worked out in Utah for many years, uh, told me that he and his wife would go up to the Sundance Film Festival up in uh, Park City all the time, and they always have, like, the mystery movie. And you buy the ticket, and you don't know if you're going to get a clunker or a good one, and they got to see the Big Lebowski three weeks before it was released. Wow, how fun. And he said the next year they went... It was a documentary about somebody who took photos in the early 1900s of something that was the worst. He says, so you had to take your chances. Sometimes you got a real clunker. He said, where did he, where is Phil now? He's at the, he was at your place and uh, they uh, cut staff and he uh, was uh, among the cuts. And then now he's at our place. He's been at our place for several years here. What the hell did he cover in Utah? So uh, the Utah Jazz, he covered oh, okay. the he covered the NBA team for quite a few years. Yeah, so I've got a uh, Viking question for you when we come back. All right, good. I knew I was a pederast, so I knew I had Jesus there and that. So I said, "Can I have a nail?" I said, "Yes." Can I have a hand that? Yes. And then I saw the thing that shined the balls on the set, you know. <laughs> And this guy had it, and I said, I said, look at it, because it's like I have giant balls. Right, right. <laughs> and Joel and Ethan were like dying. I think they, they, they knew the day they were going to do stuff with me that they, they had extra time, which is very unusual, as you know. Right, right. Uh, uh, and so they did have extra time that day, because they thought, well, maybe I would come up with some crazy ideas. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Um, John Turturro in real life, but Jesus Jesus Quintana. He's a pederast, dude. Yeah, that was was great. They use that instead of pedophile, pederast. And I also love the fact, how good of a 10-second scene when he's got to come up to the house and tell the big bruising guy that he's a pedophile. That was a fun little flashback, yeah. (laughs) And and when he licks the ball, it's so gross. Oh, yeah. He holds a bowling ball up and sticks his tongue out yeah. and touches it. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. I take oh. it you're of a mind that the Vikings must sign Cousins. Well, if they have, if he indeed is going to be willing to come here for a little less money, yes, hell yes, he's good. He's he's he'd be the best quarterback they've. Uh, you had since Favre had one good year, and he'd be the best one they've had uh, since Dante in 04, basically. And then Dante went downhill after that. Plus, he's had a good age. He's in the prime of his career. Yeah, he'll be 30 uh, in August, I think I saw. Yeah. So he'll be 30 when the season starts. Yes, you got to go take it. Out of all the options, Joe, he's the best one. So Keenum's out of the picture. Well, I 
yeah, you know, he's, I, I think they looked at it and said he can't get us over the hump. But they don't, they don't, they aren't in love with him. It's obvious that the uh, no, they're not. The coach, they? It's obvious the coach doesn't think he's the guy to do it. I mean, the coach basically took another shot at him at the Indianapolis at the combine. He says maybe he's so good, maybe he looks so good because the team he was on or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they don't. I mean, this guy's floating around. Uh, go get him. You know, it doesn't cost you anything. It's, uh, I mean, it costs you money, but it doesn't cost you uh, uh, draft choice or anything like that. So go get him. Hell yes. There's not quarterbacks like this don't hit the open market very often. Well, who are they competing with? Denver. They say, right, not now there's all kinds of reports. He's either taking more money from the Jets or the Vikings. That hmm. It's down to the two. And, and Reavers, did I see the Vikings made a three-year, ninety-one million dollar offer is being reported? That is the, and it's uh, the ninety-one million is fully guaranteed. And yes. who's the who's the source? Uh, I believe it was was it Pro Football Talk? I believe is the one that that. Well, uh, Spielman's pretty tired, tired, wired in with that guy. So, so the uh, now the the Jets apparently were t- originally talking about guaranteeing one hundred and fifty million, but. If he takes a three-year deal here, it will include the fact that they can't franchise him. I would guess, right? Yes. If he takes a three-deal here, so then he can, then he can be a, if he's really good here and wins the Super Bowl, he can do it again in three years, become a free agent again. So he's a very confident fellow in his own ability because he uh, would never take the uh, long-term deals the Redskins offered him because he didn't think it was a proper amount of money. So. Well, can they outbid the Jets? Oh, Jets probably got more money than Wolf. Yeah, but the Jets stink, and the Vikings are, uh, you know, good. So, so it's all based it's on all, whether this it, guy wants come, to win. Yeah, he comes here for three years and says, uh, "Let's let's win a Super Bowl, boys. Come on, mm-hmm. why not?" And uh, yeah, I think it would be to me, it would be their biggest acquisition as far as in a in a situation like this since they brought Francis back in 1972. And you think it's more uh, uh, significant than if the Twins had signed you, Darvish? Yes. Yeah. I, I, well, just because, as I pointed out in that little thing I wrote, the the pitcher has the, your best pitcher has the ball fourteen percent of the time, and your uh, best quarterback has the ball ninety nine percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's the difference there. But uh, plus, I was also trying to agitate Viking fans of a little bit to were. get all worked out. Well, you know, is there any excuse for him not to <laughs> sign him, Reavers? No, not at all. No, I mean, if he if he wants to come here and he'll come here for three years, ninety one million, go for it. If those cheap wolves want to step up and pay him that mm-hmm. kind of money, let's do let's go here. That's right. Come on, you you can figure it out how you can uh, pay the other guys and you know uh, and and keep everybody all together. You can you you might have to surrender one of your uh, future players here, but uh, there's somebody there who's more replaceable than a quarterback. That's for sure. What does not yeah. making him a franchise uh, tag accomplish? Uh, then he then he's a free agent. If oh. if if they put the franchise tag on you. You, you have stay. to stay there for a huge amount of money. His franchise number this year would have been thirty-one million if they uh, if they franchises. It's based on the highest paid uh, quarterbacks or, or something like that. I mean, it's based on that, and uh, it would have been a tremendous number. But it also would have been the third straight year that he'd been franchised. So he just, he and the Redskins just don't like each other. That's mm-hmm. the problem. So, and uh, you know. 
You know, you come in here now, and the Vikings have the taxpayer-provided palace of a stadium. They have the Egan cut them a hell of a deal facility out in Egan now. Uh, you know, you can come in here now and think you're uh, walking into a, a, a one of the first-class organizations in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We, with the facilities and the and the defense that they have, there's no reason to. There's no reason for him if he's. There's no better place for him to look for a chance to win than uh, than right here. Can this happen before March 14th? Or you got to wait. No, for free no, agency? you got to wait till March 14th, and then you probably have to wait another day to make it look like you didn't get that far down the road with negotiations. You know, you got to pretend like you don't really start talking to him until March 12th, mm-hmm. even though you're talking to their agents now. The NFL is uh, does rather silly things. With, well, he'd uh, have better receivers here. Yeah, he would. He would. They uh, they did not uh, they did not have their, their, their his best receiver there was a tight end and he was hurt hurt sixty percent of the season. So yeah, he would have uh, he would have all the weapons he needs here. That's for sure. Your wild host, a very uh, desperate uh, Carolina team tonight. They're about three points out of the and, wild card. Uh, I read a Stahl brother story. You know that Jordan Stahl, uh, Eric's brother, uh, lost an infant right. baby a couple of weeks or a week ago. So yeah. that's a, a tough situation there. But there's a, that must have been a gang of ruffians, man. Four four sons. They all played hockey. Three of them played in the NHL, and uh, they 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 had to be like the suitors up in uh, Viking, Alberta, man. Mm-hmm. The Stahl kids when they were growing up. Where are they local? Are they metro? I don't know where the hell they. I can't I don't know that up. But they're Minnesota, the, right? No, 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 no. Oh, I thought they were Minnesota. No, no, they're oh. from some place. I don't. Would know. they go to the bar and try to start a brawl or brawl with each other? Didn't they get? Didn't they do that? Right? Was didn't that they, those? Was that they, the, that group of Eric, brothers? Yeah, wasn't Eric? Okay. One of the things on him, he got in a big Thunder fight. Bay. Thunder, Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay. Huh? Yeah, he got. They got in a big brawl up there in Thunder Bay. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I used to have a couple of friends like that who were brothers. They go up to the bar, and if they couldn't get in a fight, they'd fight themselves. (laughs) Wow. Sports Talk will return in just a moment, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and your money now. And stocks bounced around quite a bit during today's trading session, but we did end the day with gains. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 9 points to 24,884. The Nasdaq Composite advanced 41 points. The S&P 500 picked up 7. Target shares fell 4.5%. The retailer reported better than expected sales for its fourth quarter, but the money Target has invested to remodel stores and expand its delivery services is weighing on profit per share earnings came in below expectations. United Health Group's insurance arm will change how it handles some rebates it gets from drug makers. The company said it will pass the rebates along to the people who take the medicines amid pressure to reduce costs and bolster transparency. United Health said the change will affect about 7.5 million covered people and will reduce their costs by amounts ranging from a few dollars to more than a thousand dollars per prescription. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right, Bruce, we thank you very much, and we will talk again tomorrow a couple times, hopefully.
We'll check traffic here, and I have to say it's not a bad rush in progress right now. This report sponsored by Cub. Uh, the only two noteworthy delays I'm seeing are eastbound 494 and eastbound 62. Both of them sketchy and sometimes slow between 100 and W. 94 between the downtowns. Boy, um, setting a record 10 minutes right now each way. Northbound 35W looking pretty good. 94 up to 694, 10 minutes. Six more up to Lexington. And eastbound 36, believe it or not, A-OK from 35W to Stillwater. Order online and Cub will deliver right to your door in as little as one hour. Delivery is free in your first order over $35. Visit ShopDub. <laughs> I knew I was going to screw that up. One more time, visit shop.cub.com. That wasn't easy. And get started today. Greatest burial scene in movie history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the from Folgers Dark. He's going on and on about Vietnam. <laughs> the dude gets all of Donnie right in the face. <laughs> His beard. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, dude. Oh. It's cloudy and 34 degrees. Twins with a win this afternoon over the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Joe Maurer, two for four with three RBIs. Jorge Polanco with a home run. Uh, we won't talk about the pitchers. Let's just say the Ooh. Twins won nine to eight. Hey, uh, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, guess what they played in celebration of the victory here? What? Another one bites the dust. I haven't heard that as the celebration song in about 25 years. What the hell? They're catching yeah, up. They used to play that every time, but not anymore. Hmm. I'd, I'd rather they didn't, thanks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would run its course. Uh, yeah, I would I'd say, say. About, about 1988, right? Yeah. Minnesota Wild in action tonight. They're playing the Carolina Hurricanes at the Excel Energy Center. St. Patrick, I know you're down in the fort and you're not able to see our guy, the Rook, but there is an elephant in the room <laughs> that needs to be discussed. Oh, uh, okay. God, this guy. So, Rookie, in addition to it being the celebration of the Big Lebowski, Rookie apparently thinks it's uh, Halloween because he's dressed as the Gordon. Gordon's fisherman in here with Patrick, his, uh... he's got big rubber barn boots on. You know, the kind that go up to your knee, they cost about 10 bucks a pair. When you're swimming through manure. Yeah, manure. Oh, my Why God. Why did you work in manure? If what you... was the deal? Okay, you Patrick. afraid of the snow? And he's got on a pair of yellow trousers. <laughs> if you go. And the tightest wait, wait. shirt in the no. house. I think the shirt actually belongs to his son, Gabe. Wait, wait, wait. Well, let, me, let me just treat it up here. he's nipping out. Um, it's so gross. If you go, if you follow me uh, at RookieGL on Twitter or GLRookie13 on Instagram, Instagram, you can see. I took a picture of my boots. I forgot my shoes. 
So I know I, I know I'm in third grade. Nobody but wears their barn boots into town. <laughs> I do. <laughs> the barn boots stay at the barn. Idiots do. <laughs> it was all sloppy and gross outside, so I put my I was going to oh, put my shoes did, in the bag. And you didn't bring shoes. I realized you. it when okay. I got to work. He's and went, okay. Oh no. And Kenny's right about the shirt. It's one of those kind of shiny shirts. So when I first saw him in the hallway, I thought Deacon's he looked, Lodge. I thought he looked like a jockey. <laughs> He's got the tall boots yeah. and the shiny. It's a, yeah. size. a chubby jockey. No, All he needs is the little whip. He'd be good. And so the last commercial break, we're enjoying a moment of silence in here. You're not bothering us on the talk back, and it's all quiet. And Rookie out of the blue says, I've got some lasagna soup in the crock pot. Yeah, that is <laughs> what the hell? Said. She made lasagna soup. It smelled really good when I left. And it has to cook, and then she adds the noodles, and I'm excited about dinner. Much like drink it out of your boot. <laughs> <laughs> but Patrick, he's like father's uh, father knows best. It's like 1950 in his house. He'll call at home to find out what's for supper. What time's supper? What's for supper tonight, honey? Yeah. When Rook said that. Reavers called him a name I can't say on the air, and then Kenny threatened his life. So that's that's how that went. Here. Kenny said, "I'm going to follow through with my silly putty oh, no, uh, sil- threat, silly string, silly string threat." Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm going to blast you every time you make me mad, <laughs> right in the face. Johnny, you're not getting very. I'm not. Much, well, you know what, guys? Progress. You know what, guys? No soup for you. <laughs> no lasagna soup. Nope. Darn. Uh, news notes from today. A 35-year-old St. Paul had been injured when she was hit after exiting a vehicle that had gone off the road on the exit ramp to Highway 169 from 494 West this morning in Bloomington. The Minnesota State Patrol says Phi Tao was driving a 2003 Camry when she lost control of the vehicle and ran off the road just after 5. She then exited her vehicle, was standing outside next to it in a median divider. According to the State Patrol, a 2007 Nissan Quest being driven by 37-year-old Luis Murillo of Moundsview then hit some snow on the exit ramp and lost traction. The car hit the Camry, which then hit Tau. She was transported to Hennepin County Medical Center. Her injuries are considered serious, according to the State Patrol. She was able to speak with the state trooper and with paramedics responding to the scene. There's a. Did we, ha- did we have a few accidents around town last yes, year? Yeah, but that's oh, a Martin. that's a big lesson to be learned there, and we preach that all the time. All the traffic nerds in town, when you get in a crash, stay in the car, please, please, please. There's no reason to get out, uh, out of the car. Not only should you stay in the car, you should stay belted in. It's literally the safest place for you. I, I don't know why I said literally, but it is the safest place. Several items from a presidential news conference last hour featuring President Trump and Sweden's leader. The president said North Korea is showing positive movement toward talks involving their nuclear program. He said we'll have to take a wait-and-see attitude, though. He also said tariffs will be administered with what he called uh, in a loving way. (laughs) A loving way. A loving way, yes. He also addressed the stories about chaos in the White House. He said he likes conflict. It helps him make decisions when he hears two different sides <laughs> yeah. of the story. No, he does the opposite. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, okay. this is you should not do tariffs, Donald. Okay, we're going to have tariffs. <laughs> Washington State has a new law to protect net neutrality at a time when the feds are getting rid of it. In a bipartisan effort, the state's legislators passed the House bill, which was signed into law by Governor Jay Inslee. Inslee said that the bill signing Washington will be the first state in the nation to preserve the open internet. The state law approved by the legislature last month is to safeguard net neutrality protections, which have been replaced by the Federal Communications Commission and are scheduled to officially end on April 23rd. 
Net neutrality requires Internet service providers to treat all online content the same, meaning they can't deliberately speed up or slow down traffic from specific websites to put their own content at advantage over rivals. Uh, this bill in Washington... Bars. They wouldn't do that. They're honest people. Google I can't remember. Those, uh, both Google and those people. Both are sides honest. are yelling at me about this. Which side do I want to take? <laughs> do, does anybody know here? Does it matter? I think you want on. I think you want to be on the side of uh, that Google can't uh, screw you because you're not paying them. The Google could uh, has a tendency to be evil. They know things about me that I don't know about. <laughs> yes, me, right. And that's scary. And pictures of your house. Yeah, more than that. <laughs> that so. was one of the greatest more episodes of that. Park and Rec when Ron Swanson tries to go off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> he literally took a photo down of him at the Pancake House. You remember those, Such? I was on Google Maps for a year, oh, that's right. giving the Google Maps car the <laughs> finger, yeah, and right. I had the yeah. garden hose between my legs, <laughs> and I was watering the lawn. That was classic. It was the happiest year of my life. Fresh beef is coming to McDonald's Quarter Pounders. McDonald's announcing today that Quarter Pounders in every U.S. store except ones in Hawaii and Alaska will have fresh beef without added preservatives starting in Maine. What uh, Do we care about that? What, what, what have they been so far? McDonald's signature crafted recipe burgers will also have fresh beef patties. They've been frozen, Kenny. The the switch does not apply to Big Macs and regular hamburgers and cheeseburgers. McDonald's has changed its ingredients and menu to shift customers' perceptions about the food. Its latest move responds to rivals like Wendy's who are targeting McDonald's frozen beef. What do they call it in Europe? Le Royale with cheese. Hey, uh, Rook, really question. Joel has a quick Twitter question for you. When you ask what's for supper, do you end it with ma? What's for supper, Ma? <laughs> you call your wife Ma? I, I, I don't, but I'm willing to learn. Does that mean you get more portions, or mother, how does that work? Mother. Hey, uh, during a break yesterday, I was uh, I had to take a little bathroom break during one of the breaks. And a little. I, now you get to now you get to uh, uh, listen to Paul Douglas and Jordana, whatever her name is, Jordana Green. Green. In the bathroom in here, and they they were talking about Big Macs yesterday. Does that help or hurt? Uh, well, it makes me feel better about life. Okay. <laughs> hey, I did some research on the stalls. Uh, you were correct. In the summer of 2007, Jordan was arrested at Eric's bachelor party. Both were charged with misdemeanor disorderly conduct and obstructing the legal process while spending in, in the night Thunder in jail. In Thunder Bay, right? In Thunder Bay, right? Uh, it does not say where, but my, my guess would be yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, huh. you know. So they were scrappy. Getting, hockey players getting drunk. What the hell? They right. should. University of Colorado, Colorado Springs accidentally sent out emails to more than 11,000 applicants last week that implied the recipients had been accepted to the university. Shortly after, they sent a second email admitting they sent the first email to some students who were denied acceptance. Okay. Uh, joking. We got a Sorry. lawsuit here. <laughs> university spokesman Jared Verner uh, said uh, he was aware of the emails and the vice chancellor was looking in to what caused the problem there. This is not exactly like getting a letter from Harvard saying you've been accepted. Some yeah. state school in Colorado U of Springs. C, Colorado Springs. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's probably 12 of them who weren't ex- accepted out of the whole one. The uh, college did uh, offer their sincerest apologies in the second email. Mm-hmm. you have more coming up, John? I do. Thank you, Kenny. You want All to take right. us to break, Rook? Yes. All right. I can certainly do that. Por el camino del desierto, el viento me 
Is that when he's licking the bowling ball? Uh, yeah, when he does his, the, uh, the dance. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many things about this movie where you'll hear dialogue early on in the movie, only to hear dude repeat the dialogue but butcher it. Yeah. You know how he does that recurring? Yeah. And then they bring in the Gypsy Kings doing Hotel California, which is by the Eagles, and of course the dude hates the Eagles. It's just genius. Hey, uh, Joe. Yeah? We now have uh, been updated on why you thought the Stahl brothers might have been from Minnesota, because the drunken wedding brawl was in Lutzen. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah, the, uh, what was, uh, I guess, the uh, bachelor party preceding the uh, the wedding or something. All right. Well, so, hey, I've all got right. one traffic thing I should mention here. We had a trooper that was uh, on a traffic stop, northbound 35E, north of Maryland, the suspect reached for the trooper's gun. The trooper, oh. a scuffle ens- ensued. And from what I'm, I'm reading, this isn't confirmed, but Julie has this, uh, and, and Julie's a pretty good source. She says the trooper was hit. Um, so the bad guy, number one, is in custody, uh, custody, but we have ambulance and rescue and everybody coming to the aid of this trooper. And plus there's about 5 million cops now on the uh, right side, northbound 35E, just north of Maryland. So both directions are actually slowing and uh, taking a good long look. Hmm. Uh, as you guys were talking about, we heard the Gypsy Kings there. Today is the 20th anniversary of the release of The Big Lebowski. Uh, one of the many reasons to love this movie, as I think pretty much all of us do, uh, is the eclectic mix of music used in the film. Uh, from the Sons of the Pioneers, Tumbling Tumbleweeds, <laughs> to the Dude's Hallucinatory Odyssey set to Kenny Rogers in the first editions just dropped in. The T-Bone Burnett produced soundtrack is one of many reasons Lebowski's a classic. Uh, in fact, former Rolling Stones manager Alan Klein even offered up the rights to the song Dead Flowers gratis for no money. Initially, Klein wanted $150,000, but he so liked the scene where the dude talks about hating the bleeping eagles, he waived (laughs) the licensing fee for them to use it. And it's a wonderful version, too. Uh, The, uh... Man, could you change the channel? (laughs) Get your own gas. I had a really rough... Don't flip this out and kick your ass out. Man, come on. I had a rough night, and I hate the f***ing eagles, man. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of a... The idea of a black guy loving the Eagles is what was. See, I always assumed that that Bridges was a buddy of the Eagles, but John discovered that isn't necessarily the case. What I read this afternoon was that he's a very casual acquaintance. He said in an interview with Don Henley, uh, not. You know, not a good friend or anything, just knows him enough to say, hi, how are you, at a party Mm -hmm. or something. Uh, He said Henley has never bothered him about it, but he said every time he ran into Glenn Fry at a party, who he didn't know either, he said Fry would go nuts and come over and start harassing him about the line. In fact, the quote from Bridges in the interview I read was, I can't remember what he said exactly to me, but my anus tightened a bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, Jeff didn't write the line. I would no, but I, I just I thought it was a drop in for Bridges to give them to a little salute. It. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Not quite four months ago, Betsy Boyd spent forty-one percent of her annual salary 
on a kidney transplant for her ailing 17-year-old kitty cat, Stanley. Oh, no. no. As a condition of the you can 19th... get a new cat. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not a problem. You can get a cat. I'll get you a cat by 3 o'clock. <laughs> As a condition of the $19,000 surgery, she also adopted the kidney donor, a 2-year-old tabby named Jay, bringing the total number of felines in her household to six. Teen. Both cats are, are thriving post-surgery, uh, but if uh, Stanley were tragically to die tomorrow, Boyd said she'd have no regrets about spending all this money. She said anything could happen if Stan did pass away sooner rather than later. I know I'd done what I could for him. Uh, Boyd isn't independently wealthy. As a part-time member of the University of Baltimore's creative writing faculty, she makes about forty-six grand a year. Whoa. Her husband, Michael Yackel, is a freelance journalist and a stay-at-home dad who cares for the couple's twin sons. Uh, but she's really good with money. She says they bought their home in Baltimore for ninety-five grand and paid cash at the time. She said, I'm very frugal, so I had no problem uh, spending this $19,000 on the kitty cat. Wow. She I says, can't believe she's married. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe uh, I haven't met the, the husband yet, so hang on. Mm-hmm. She says, Stanley, quote, is the only human cat... That's why the oh, operation for okay. Stanley. Mm-hmm. She says, but he's how old? Ni- uh, 17. Seventeen. Well, he's got like what six months left anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Man. That's right. She says Stanley acts like a human trapped in a cat's body. He's vocal and communicative. He maintains <laughs> eye contact better than any cat I've ever known. All of this. Uh, well, she deserves whatever she gets. <laughs> well, I, I think she's creative fine. writing uh, teacher. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. good. <laughs> Uh, this all started when Stanley was diagnosed with renal insufficiency back in November 2016. Yeah, that's when Stanley makes that long uh-huh. drive up to the farm. Uh-huh. <laughs> go for a little walk. In Nashville, mm-hmm. Rook, this one's for you, mm-hmm. considering uh, you made a little trip to a family dollar store, too. Yep. Uh, Metro police say a man robbed a family dollar store in Nashville in a most unusual way. He entered the store wearing a green sweatshirt and green hat. Employees say in the store, he took off his clothes and put on a red sweatshirt and a red hat from store merchandise. Hmm. Employees say they then confronted 27-year-old Timothy Wiggins, asked him to return the merchandise. That's when he pulled out a hatchet out of his pants ah. and threatened them. A hatchet. A hatchet. They called... Yeah. <laughs> I, I can get you a hatchet. Yeah, hatchet, I, got. hatchet. I, I can get you a hatchet from my neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a hatchet. They I will uh, not take out the serpent, but beware of this hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> they called police. Uh, that's when Mr. Wiggins grabbed some beef jerky and a can of Vienna yes. sausages, oh. much like Rook, yep. and ran out of the store on Jefferson Street. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me! <laughs> <laughs> Police caught up with him nearby wearing the stolen clothing. He also still had the hatchet, the Vienna sausages, and the beef jerky. Police searched the store's surveillance video, confirmed it went down as the employees said. He's been charged in the incident. You what know, are Vienna Pat- sausages? You know, the little... Quality. Little cocktail Yeah, little teeny ones. You know, Pat did show me something, too, when we were on location at the Sprint (laughs) store. When uh, he was going to give those sardines from the dollar store a go. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he rolled her back a little bit and uh, took uh, one look and maybe got a little whiff and said, uh, bring this outside and throw it away. The uh, problem was they already had the mustard inside with it. (laughs) So it turned it to mush. But weren't those... 
I'd eat a good sardine. Those clams were fresh from the Gulf, weren't they? They were. You could see them wiggling as they (laughs) jumped into the boat right out of the drink. Joe, you've never had a Vienna sausage? Well, I I might have. I just can't place it. When I was a kid, that was a staple of the Hyde House. You'd you'd cut it up and put it on a cracker. Put them with eggs? You ever cook them up with eggs? How about Braunschweiger, Johnny? Oh, yeah. Definitely Braunschweiger. Are you kidding me? My name's Height. Come on. Hey, we're having lasagna soup tonight. (laughs) (laughs) None of us even know what that is. Joe, will you still eat a Braunschweiger sandwich? Oh, God, yes. I used to eat a lot. Is Braunschweiger the soft stuff? Yeah, it's lip Oh, my God. That is so my dad. That's Bob Mahalski from Winona. You can't beat that with mustard. Oh, my Lord. Nope. Is it really? Related to him having to chop his leg off or foot or whatever. Yeah, probably, he was probably in the motorcycle. He was probably going to, when he had the accident, probably going to get some brown schweiger. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask That's him. high cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Twins win. Twins win. Nine to eight. Derek Falvey just joined us here. He'll uh, we'll uh, do a little a bit here with uh, Derek, uh, the uh, chief baseball officer of the Twins, in a minute on the ride with Racy. All right. What else do you have uh, coming up? Well, we also You're have... action-packed, aren't you? Oh, yeah, we yeah. do. We have Sean Windsor, uh, who covers the Michigan basketball team, and uh, that was quite a performance by uh, them. And then Rhett Bollinger from MLB.com will be with us, too. And... Our sports person of the day, Jesus Quintana. When's the selection uh, for the tournament? This weekend? Not until next Sunday. The Big Ten tournament was held a week early so they could get into Madison Square Garden, and uh, it's not been received well by a lot of the coaches, this extra break they're taking. All right. All right. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's... uh, we got 33 degrees. You got 33 degrees. Snowing? Done no, it's snowing? not snowing. We're done. You won't even look snow. outside for me. Look we're at that. We're not going to huh? be done snowing. We didn't even you're get clear. a weather report you're from clear. the fort today. I bet it's great. All right, we're good. Here's a Pat Royce for the Canopy Group. Thank you.